are here for a reason. Breaking down the brotherhood, one prayer at a time. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. For continuous coverage, the latest information, separate fact from opinion. Get the truth. Get the news. You're listening to Right On Radio. You are here for a reason. Yes, indeed, you are here for a reason. Welcome to Right On Radio. My name is Jeff. The tagline of the show is live right in the real world. And what do I mean by that? Well, I'm going to help show you the real world, both visible and invisible, and you decide how to live right in it. And of course, one of the measurements, in fact, the measurement that I personally use and what comes out on this show is the word of God, is our measurement. If it aligns with the word of God, then it's all right. If it doesn't, well, you should have some question marks in there. And just before I get started, if you're new to the show, please do subscribe. Uh, depending on which platform you're viewing on, I do suggest that uh, you know some platforms tend to censor and uh, and have uh, you know removed me about eight times. So we do have a mailing list. It's in the description box. I promise you, I will never spam you. Uh, but if we, you will get notifications of a, a new episode that comes out or uh, if we ever disappear, you'll know that I'm actually still in business because I'm actually on about 20 different platforms. And uh, the battle is real, folks. Uh, even some that say they don't censor are starting to censor. So uh, we do have to be careful about that. So you can go and you can join the uh, SOS Army, which is uh, we've got a site. Again, it's just, a, it's just so you'll be in touch. Won't spam you at all. Uh, also, uh, I have something called Write On You. That's R-I-G-H-T-O-N with the letter U. Go on to writeonyou.com if you want. Uh, there are some free books on there. And, you know, it's kind of amazing some of the coincidences. Uh, and the books are from Ingersoll uh, Lockwood. And, of course, it's The Last President. And the book Baron Trump's Amazing Underground Adventures. There's free PDF, PDF copies for you there, and the it's striking resemblance. I did a show on it eons ago. I uh, probably should do another one because it really was stunning considering these books were written over 120 years ago. Wow. <laughs> Looking glass, anyone? Uh, anyways, I do have a couple. Well, I'm going to do shout outs after. Um, one other thing I want to mention to you before I bring on my guest, who's fabulous, by the way. Uh, if you're tired, you know, we it's hard to avoid paying the cabal. We have to pay our taxes. We have to buy our groceries and all this other stuff from the cabal. But, you know, when the lockdowns hit, I started looking for ma and pa operations that I could support. And together, we're fighting back with made in USA, made in Canada products. And we're creating our own 
economy. Uh, it doesn't cost anything to find out if you do sign up then simply one of our fellow listeners, not a salesperson, it's not a sales pitch, uh, is going to contact you and going to introduce you to what we're doing. So if you're interested in that at all, please go to mylibertystand.com. If you want to take a stand for liberty, then go to mylibertystand.com. And what can I say about my guest that's going to be coming on? Well, oh, first of all, if you know me and you've heard me follow been following me for a while, I'm not someone who sings. <laughs> okay. Uh, and there's a reason for that. However, I'm going to make my singing debut here on this particular show. And why am I going to do that? Well, there's a bit of an ongoing joke in this show uh, <laughs> over the last year or so. Uh, it seems that when I read the word of God, I start to well up and have uh, some tears in my eye. And, you know, that goes contrary to my former image of kind of a, a big rough and tough guy. Uh, but you know what? I embrace it because they're tears of joy and the word of God just washes me. And you know, I just can't contain it sometimes. Uh, and I'm not embarrassed by it. I, I was at first. I, I'll tell you that, but I'm not embarrassed by it. But today, my guest is like a macho man and he cries more than me. <laughs> Notice I'm saying this when he can't strike back. <laughs> but without further ado, please welcome. I'm going to welcome him with song. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, my dear brother, baby Trump, Chris Eric's flexthetruth.com. Happy birthday to you. Right on, right on, right on. <laughs> Welcome back to Right On Radio, Chris. Great to have you, brother. Great to have you. Thank you so much. What you didn't tell everybody is. You sang to me yesterday, too. <laughs> I did. That was my practice run. You said it was good, so I thought I'd try it on air. <laughs> and, and, and I could have stopped you when you were doing it, but I'm like, now keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I have no shame. <laughs> no. Oh, man, what, what an unbelievable time. And, you know, you were the first one I thought of uh, to do a recap of, you know, Winterfest because – um, out of everybody on the stage, you know, I knew you had spoke before on the stage, but not on this platform and you were received so well, but I, what I loved about you was that you ruffled feathers. And so I wanted people, especially your people, you know, you're right on radio fans to know that you, especially the person that you are behind a camera that they see every single day that they follow and what you speak and what you say is actually what you delivered on stage. You did not turn a corner. You didn't, you didn't dummy it down. You definitely didn't soften the blow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And, and so I think that's very important because that's probably the number one question that I get for the last two years torn around is, is the person that I see in front of that camera every day, is that the same person that they are uh, when they're on stage speaking? And also, more importantly, is it the same person that is going to hang out with me and break bread with me? And you are that and much, much more. And, um, you know, I, I was just so blown away by what you had to say, but how you delivered it. And then, you know, just watching you engage with people. For me, that was, the, that was very special. Just watching you engage with people, watching you speak with people and watching how they maybe, you know, didn't know your name, but remember right on radio, we talked about that you and I yesterday. Um, and then just how they took you in and just wrapped their arms around you. Uh, it was a beautiful sight. Yeah, it, it was beautiful. And, you know, God bless Texas, by the way, I, I didn't see much of it. I saw from the, from the, uh, airport to the hotel, from the hotel to the, to the venue and back to, and back. But, uh, I, I'm going to do my best Tex, Texian uh, introduction to the show. But that's probably incorrect, so I'm off to a bad start. Texas. But I'll tell you, the people there are what makes yeah. Texas. I don't care what it looks like. The people makes it. So because we're going to be talking about what happened on Saturday in particular, maybe even Friday, Chris, I reckon that we do a recall y'all <laughs> okay someone's gonna shoot me <laughs> I, I i absolutely love it i reckon we do a recall y'all yeah I, and you know there was texans but um uh, i did the demographics as it 29 states 29 states people came from um in a three-week period I mean, if you don't think God's hand was on this event, you're out of your mind. I mean, 29 different states, that's out of 50. So what's and, that? And a couple of different countries. Yeah, and a couple of different countries, absolutely. And so what's that, 21 states didn't have somebody show up? Shame on you. Won't happen the next time. But my point being is that, you know, normally when you have an event and it's local and it's only put together in three weeks, you're right. You're just going to have the, the local people. But I mean, we had Juneau, Alaska. I know, Washington, right? Florida, Jersey, Pennsylvania, Maine, Maryland, uh, Florida. So um, Canada. Um, we also had Croatia. Um, you know, so when, when you're sitting there and, and you're like, wow, like, why are all these people coming from other states? Here's why. Because you saw, but you most importantly felt. And I always say this, Jeff. People will never remember everything that you say. In other words, when people are there, they're not going to remember every single thing that Jeff said and Kelly Brady said, right? And, and Ohio Brett. They're never going to remember all that. It's too much information to process. They're never going to remember everything that everybody did. Like you being all dressed up and turning into 
you know, the Harley Davidson, you know, Superman, right? Right on camera. That was beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. I mean, George Magazine talked about it and, you know, how you talked about me. And we'll get to that in a minute. But, um, but you know, when, when, you, when you have people that don't remember what you said, they don't remember what you did, but you know what they remember, Jeff? How you made them feel. When those people left and today's Tuesday, they're still feeling that. And so when those people flew in, they didn't know what to expect. But when they flew back out, they had this feeling that they've never had before. It, and it that's super, what I tried to do. It was super special, Chris. And, you know, I'm, I'm just going to address an elephant. And very few people brought this up, but there have been some posts on it. So I, I just want to make a couple comments to you, um, to the audience. Uh, there, there was, there was a couple people who said, you know, cause the, the ticket price, well, it, Chris actually lowered it and went down to 200, but it was 350 for VIP and 275 was the regular price. And for some people that's unattainable. I get yes. it. Yeah. I, I get it. But he put the event on streamed it live for free. And right now, if you go to baby Trump's rumble, you can see the entire seven hours uh, of the speakers, it's there for you for free. So, you know, he really did accommodate for everyone there, by the way, if you haven't seen my portion and I know it's my audience. So, uh, I'm at four hours and 30 minutes and I went exactly one half an hour, Chris. I, know, I told you, I, I told <laughs> you many, right to planned it well, but what I want to say about that and my audience knows that I was an event player planner uh, previous. I worked in live entertainment. You guys have no idea of how expensive it is to do these events. Uh, you know, Chris paid for my flights to come down. You know, he I'm sure he had to do accommodations for other speakers as well. The food, when he said there was going to be the very best charcuterie table you've ever seen, it was the taco bar, the best one I've ever been to. Uh, the An open bar for those who wanted to have some later on. And the way he transitioned the room from a conference into a party and then back into a conference, which was unheard of. Uh, it just like way over the top. And, and, I, and I just, and I say this with integrity, okay? I, for those of you who balk at these types of prices, first of all, this event over delivered on value, like way over. And honestly, and I, I said this to Chris privately yesterday, I'll say it publicly today. I don't know how he pulled it off. It could have only been with the anointing of the Lord to put, let, put that event on because it wasn't a get rich quick scheme for Chris. I'll guarantee you it was not. And, and I don't know what his final numbers are. I'll never ask. But I know because I know business and I counted the heads and I know what the ticket price is. I know what the hall looked like. I know what the food looked like. I know what it costs to have a bar. And I know what it costs to bring in all these other speakers and special guests from around the country that weren't even on the bill. Um, so with people there really got something special. And there, I've never been to an event like that that actually transitioned into a... I, I'm not going to say a nightclub. It was more of a social club right. with some dancing and stuff like that. Because like when you're sitting all day, 
to be able to get up and dance. And mm-hmm. uh, the DJ was fantastic. The crew was fantastic. But Chris, what I what I was thinking about focusing on for this show is the story behind the story because there were some great stories there. And yeah, all lives matter. Uh, we overcome the world by, you know, our the word of God and the strength of our testimony. And, you know, there were some great stories in that room. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll let you start off. What was, what was your favorite story that you saw? Well, I'm, I'm not going to say a favorite because I, I just don't have one. But I wanted, you know, I'll just start. because The first one that comes to mind is as soon as I got to the hotel on Friday, the very first person I bumped into was, uh, his name is Craig Summit. And he's a blogger. And I didn't get to spend much time with him, but we bumped into each other briefly about three or four times uh, in this. And, and by the way, he since started posting on my Telegram channels. And by the way, Craig, keep it to the Diggs channel. Follow the rules. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but I, I really like his format. He's a great blogger. And the guy is full of energy, uh, has the joy of the Lord in him, a great dancer as well. Um, but you know, his, his blog and that was really good, but something that really caught my attention is at one point in time, uh, during the conference, Juan O'Savin came up and started singing the national anthem. So everyone rises to their feet and this is later on in the night and everyone's got their hand on their heart. And I hear this angelic voice from behind me and it's Craig Summit. Who would have thought this guy? Oh my good, what a voice, right? And it, it just sent sh- shivers down my spine, and uh, just a genuine character and uh, and a great relationship. So uh, shout out yeah. to you, Craig. And that was that was nine p.m. That's the second one that Craig has been at. Um, he is he is um, he's a very special person. He always wants to be involved. He's always getting people together. He can't do enough. Um, great guy. I felt bad because he wanted to come to dinner. So I want I want to start by uh, Friday. So yeah. you know, Friday was very special in itself because you know the day before my last event, I really didn't have the opportunity to enjoy the influencers and the people. Right? I was too busy getting set up and I was there till about three o'clock in the morning, I believe, with my girlfriend and my right-handed people and volunteers. So I really didn't get to enjoy it. This time I remember running into the hotel and running into John Wayne himself. John Wayne's grandson was one of the first people I ran into. And I want to tell that story and I want to start off with that. You know, here's an iconic iconic, you know, uh, person, right? Uh, John Wayne's grandson. And when I met him, I met him on tour when I was in Arkansas and just absolutely loved him. Was just a, He was just a sweetheart. And so when I was thinking about inviting people, he was one of the first people I, I thought of. And when I called him up and I spoke to him, um, he said, hey, you know, uh, Chris, you know, I, I, I love to, you know, I'd love to be a part of it. Um, and then I heard his wife in the background say, 
oh, I don't know, John, I'm not feeling too good. She had fractured her foot uh, a couple of weeks ago. And so he goes, well, I, I don't, I don't want to leave my wife alone, Chris. And I said, absolutely, sir. I, I could appreciate that and respect that. I said, on Tuesday, you know, let, let's touch base and, and see where we're at. We'll see how your wife feels and, you know, I'll, I'll pray for her. Well, he called me on Tuesday and said, I'll be there. And so um, I can't wait to talk to him. I think he's one of the last people that I need to talk to. Uh, but he had the time of his life. He, he uh, you know, and watching him, watching him with the people, you know, watching him engage with the people because uh, he's never been to anything like this, right? And so by the way, he's a brilliant author as well. Uh, so he's, he stands on his own merit, not just on his grandfather. Exactly. But boy, does he look exactly like his grandfather. Sound like him, you know, look like him. I mean, he's a big dude, but a heart. I mean, such a huge, huge heart. Um, but I remember, and then I ran into the hotel. I saw Jeff and gave him a big hug and ran into the hotel. I was like, what's up? You know, and just lit up the hotel. Um, and then began to, within minutes, just organize um, everybody for dinner. And I really just wanted, like, just the influences, you know, 10, 12 of us, you know. Um, and it ended up being 19 of us. 19. Um, so the one thing about influencers, which you saw, Jeff, they love to talk. And they're not afraid of engaging. So when you're trying to get them to move somewhere, it's very difficult because <laughs> 10 times out of 10, they're locked in a conversation. And, you know, that's why I chose who I chose this event. This event were for the people. And every single solitary influencer was there all the way till midnight. Every single one except Gene Ho because he had to leave. But every other one was there. John Wayne left and came back. He left and, and got changed and came back. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I did not expect that to happen. Um, so we go out to dinner. And look, out of all the places I could have picked, uh, this was so godly. Happened to be the best place. Some of the people... A lot of the influence that were local said, oh, my gosh, you picked the best place. Yeah, Nate's. Nate's. Nate's Seafood. Want to give them a shout out. Now, 19 people on a Friday night during the holiday season. Good luck on that one, right? So we waited because they don't take reservations. We were outside, and there just so happened to be that ramp. And we just engaged in conversation. People got to know one another. I was walking up and down the ramp, just experiencing it, introducing people to one another. That, to me, right there, I knew I had something special. Yeah, I could tell. I could feel it. I could feel the chemistry. You know, I even had the vendors, you know. And then when we went in, when I walked inside, <clears throat> the waiter introduced himself to me. I'll never forget that. And he said, I'm going to be your, your waiter, sir. And he goes, you go by the name of Baby Trump, don't you? And I said, yes, I do. And he goes, well, I'm going to take great care of you and, and your guests. So I said, absolutely, please do. 
Now, I'm going to tell you something. I was a server. I ran my uncle's restaurant. This man, by himself, took 19 orders, got them all right, didn't miss anything. Mm -hmm. Food was hot, hot on 19 people. I never saw anything like that, Jeff, from going out. But the conversations, I mean, we had so much fun at the table. Actually, Jeff has the picture. He was, I wanted him to take a group picture and he was backing up, backing up. And then he put his leg out. It looked like he was hanging from the lamp. I'm like, Jeff, get that picture. You know, came out a little bit blurry, but I do have the memory. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was that that we were bringing. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't wait till tomorrow to, if this is dinner, you know, and literally we didn't want to leave one another. And uh, we took a group picture outside um, I have that with my buddy Scott Malley for Trucking for Troops. Just a just a great, great, great human being, you know, Trucking for Troops. And um, you know, he said, Wow, Chris, he said, This is this is unbelievable. But I said to everybody, make sure this is a school night. Like, we'll party tomorrow hard, but you know, let's be rested for tomorrow. And so for me, Jeff, you know, it's always you you don't get a second chance. first impressions you never do and every single one of you from the time that you guys met it was almost like you were meant to be i mean the relationships that you guys had the conversations you had the frolicking that we did amongst the, the the bantering you know it was so raw and organic and that does not happen but it happened, and here is why. Do you know how much ego is around that? Zero. Uh, aside from you? No, aside from <laughs> me. It's all about me. The rest of you guys suck. <laughs> but, you know, but that's, that is so true because if one of you guys had ego, it would have wrecked the whole thing. It would have wrecked the whole thing because I always say that, you know, one spoiled apple will ruin everybody. You know, and there was not one spoiled apple in that book. And, and you know what? Take take a guy like Gene Ho, for instance, who was, you know, the celebrity photographer, then became Trump's photographer. This might have been the most humble man there. Uh, actually, next to Jerry Foley from uh, Gideon's Army. Yes. Uh, another guy that was not on camera. Uh, he, he had, what, two tables there? Two tables. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flew so in, flew in, yeah, yep, flew in one o'clock in the morning to surprise me. I had no idea he was going to show up. Yeah, good man, and uh, and really, really great team. Uh, it just so many people got to meet there. Um, you know that weren't on camera. There were so many supporting staff, and and actually, uh, just make a comment on the actual staff of Frisco oh. Hall. Uh, they did an unbelievable job, Chris. Uh, I'm experienced at this. Uh, I have, I don't think I've ever been served as well as what they were doing. And, you know, and, and by the way, they were having a great time. Oh, they, you know, and, and from, you know, the managing, uh, partnership with Fred, you know, to the GM, Missy and her husband, Michael, 
you know, to Annie and Rosie. I mean, I mean, it was Alice. I mean, they were phenomenal. I mean, they couldn't do enough. Brenda, who did the charcuterie, who did the decorations. I mean, they pulled out every single stop to have a party. But when you have employees that are excited at an event, I mean, I had them come up to go, we've never been excited ever as we are excited today. Thank you so much. I mean, they were coming up and thanking me. Um, and then, you know, uh, Rosie and I stayed and we took pictures of old baby and I because I didn't take any. So they wanted them and they said, hey, no, can you get us photos? Can you get us videos? And actually, I'm going to give you guys everything so they can put on their website. Um, one of the deals that I did make with Fred, Michael and Missy, is that this is not going to be a one-hit wonder. This will be my second home um, because I never have been treated with the utmost respect. I'm almost going to cry because, um, you know, every day that I would go in there, <clears throat> they were so giving. Um, and, and every worker, every employee, whether they were pulling stuff down or, or putting stuff up, I remember the one day I was helping the one, um, the, the, the Republican uh, woman's of uh, Northern Texas, they were having a bash and I was helping them because I felt like, why not? Why not just jump in there with them and show them, hey man, I'm with you, right? And it was such a beautiful thing, um, the charcuterie table. And what people don't realize too is they had an event that ended at midnight. So let's put this really in perspective. When you watch this, if you haven't seen it, you're going to see something that literally they put together in less than nine hours. All night nine long. Hours. They worked, yeah. They worked all night long on those decorations, on the setup of the room. My, Of course, I have to have a totally different setup. <laughs> right? It can't be the one that was down. But um, And then get ready for the flip. You know, and that was the whole thing. Um, me going out. And, and being in a cut, you know, I was a cut off muscle. And that's how I opened up the show. And I was sitting there and I felt like, man, I'm really letting people down because I'm not dressed up. And, you know, God does things for a reason, right, Jeff? George Magazine loved that. They loved that I was sitting there in a cutoff and talking about Clark Kent. And then uh, I went to Superman, I came down now. I'm in this sequin outfit, you know, and Jeff so, does the same thing. <laughs> but yeah, but what what you don't know is, so we were uh, all, all the uh, the speakers were upstairs when you kind of just opened up the room yeah. and let people in, and and you were running around frantically before that, you know, trying to get everything ready, right. and you really just didn't have time to change, but you wanted to keep the you had to right. start off on time. Right. So he jumps up on stage. Now all of us are upstairs going. Man, he made us dress up. He's in track pants and a cut-off shirt, you know. And they're all they're all in the baddest. They're watching me, and you know, I'll never forget that. Just watch. It was almost like you guys were watching over me, like angels. And um, and then uh, I, you know, I know a particular lady that was spitting, but I won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to introduce him by name and bring him up on stage. 
And uh, so I did that and brought everybody up on stage, you know, behind me and they got to sit at the tables and, you know, I really wanted it to be inclusive, not exclusive. At other events, they're so exclusive. I'm not into that. I'm into the inclusivity um, and I'm into for the people, by the people, with the people. And that if they see us, that we are just like them because we are we are just like them um, <laughs> i'm worse than them what are you talking about <laughs> and you know and look you know there were things that went haywire technical difficulties look i could have been upset i could have been angry what i said look it's not going to be perfect right from the get-go i was like it's not going to be perfect things are going to go awry during this it's okay because we're broken right? We go awry, right? And so I really, it was almost like um, God was talking through me. Well, it wasn't like he was. He was talking through me to get that message out to people so that when something went down, and of course it happened to my my first wife, my sister, Melissa Redpill, <laughs> who did a yeah, phenomenal and, and, job. But, but she wasn't a prima donna about it no. at all. Right. No, and I want to, no. I want to just say, you know, hats no. off to her. She handled no. it really well. And she is a firecracker on stage. Right. I mean, anybody to open up, you know, an event like that, <clears throat> you really got to bring it. You really, usually I have uh pastor lock, right. To bring it like that. But you know, she brought it and then you could see she raised the bar so high. Um, one of the things that I want to talk about is obviously, and guys, I'm going to entice you to go watch it, Baby Trump on Rumble, because there were so many special things that happened. But, you know, Shannon, you know, the Lego. Oh, my Vegas. goodness. I yeah. Mean, and, and listen, I, and I'm going to have him on the show and I've got yeah. a really special show. I can't give you my format because you would steal it as much as you <laughs> love me. You would steal it. <laughs> but um and you know bringing him up and you know i was so touched by him when i first met him you know to give him his first platform to you know speak and have his name up in lights and you know bringing up my good friend dr Britt and her twins you know her boys and <clears throat> just showing the world like this is the future right here is these three godly led men and letting the world just see these three men was unbelievable and that night something happened very special that really encompassed what my events and what my branding is about and um whew. so i had this woman call me up leslie and um i spoke to her what a sweetheart and she said to me she's visually impaired that she would love to come to my event she's been always wanting to come to a, a patriot event but she's visually impaired and I said, okay, well, I had a friend of mine, Dale, um, that I thought maybe Dale could, you know, bring her and Dale was working. So uh, Leslie said, I'm going to fly out. So I helped her, uh, flew her out. She came out. I had my friend Mel. Mel went to go pick her up. Thank you, Mel. And because I wanted to make sure that she was in good hands. She showed up. Now, when you tell me you're visually impaired, Okay, my girlfriend's visually impaired. She wasn't visually impaired. She was blind. Her eyes were completely shut. She was blind. And had I known she was blind, I would have done more. 
um, I had no idea. And so I brought her in, I sat her at the table, uh, the VIP table. And then I was sitting there at night and my friend Kel was on my shoulder and she goes, hey, isn't that your friend out there? And I'm like, what? And I'm looking and I didn't notice him because he had black glasses. And I started making my way to the dance floor and I'm like, oh, it is. He had brought her up and started dancing with her. Yeah. And I don't think she's ever danced, you know, um, at all. And I said, videotape that. And she videoed that. And that's what it's about. There are so, and I didn't do this because I got caught up, but I wanted to know how many first timers did we have? Because I would probably be safe to say probably be about 40%. And that's what I want. I'm bringing people, Jeff, to events where they have never been before. And so there's something in my events, the two events that I've had, why are people that have never gone to a Patriot event going to my events? Whether it's Because the- you're in the deep state and you like virgins. <laughs> <laughs> I... Oh my God. <laughs> this is what dinner was like on Friday night, by the way. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you know, and, and that's what I'm gearing. Like if I can do that and I can pull people out, um, especially from other States who do an event, you know, one of came over to my house and had dinner, um, Sunday night, uh, with my girlfriend and I, and it was, a truly just unbelievable experience and we were talking and we had gene ho on the um ceo of george magazine and they were talking and um you know i said guys can 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 we do one thing and they were like can i have more than a month to promote an event (laughs) i mean my last event was a month this was three weeks and you know three weeks i got you know, my, my good friend, Danny, hey, Chris, I want you to do this Patriot event. There's nothing going on in December. And, you know, to find a venue at this time was truly godly, too. And an event. And, and you packed it, that. Chris. Like, you worked your ass yeah. off, though. I got to say, you worked your ass off because you packed that house. Like, yeah. I think I think we you might have been able to squeeze maybe 10 more people in there. And that would have been it. Yeah. Yeah, comfortably. And, you know, and that's what you want. You want people, you know, and and look, how about when they played We Are Family and those people, look, usually, look, I have goosebumps. Usually a DJ has to get on the mic and bring and entice people to come on the dance floor. No, when he played We Are Family, people flooded the dance floor. And what they did next, I have a picture. Oh my gosh, I have goosebumps. They all held hands in a circle. And that to me was, wow. Here's people that don't even know one another in a circle on the dance floor after how many hours to sing it and dance in a We Are Family. And, you know, the other things that I remember was me. The comfortability that I had, you know, people never got to see me dance. Um, I, I really never danced. He is a good dancer, pastry. folks. 
<laughs> well, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you what somebody said to my girlfriend. Now, look, I've heard it all. I heard I was the Antichrist last year on my podcast, right? Well, this was the best. So some guy goes up to my girlfriend, he's watching me dance, and he goes, I think that's Michael Jackson. I, I think baby Trump is Michael Jackson. <laughs> She got and, and and I said what? And she's like, yeah. He said, man, no, nobody moves like that. Michael Jackson moves like that. And and he goes and look at the color of his skin. Just like okay, he's like his arms are bigger. Okay, his chest. Hold on, hold on, Chris. Hold on, Chris. Breaking news. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. right. That's right, because right here you heard it. Chris <laughs> Eriks is actually Michael Jackson. He is alive. And they said, I, I heard this said last year, that Michael Jackson was going to appear in Dallas. It was one year later, folks, and in Frisco, Michael oh Jackson God. was there. My gosh, man. It was the funniest thing. And he was like, <laughs> well, his arms are bigger and his chest is bigger. But that face, man. Well, he's worked face. out in, the, in those in those years that he's been dead. <laughs> but and through the resurrection power, he has been resurrected into this beautiful, muscular man with oh, silver man. hair. No one would have ever guessed it, folks. <laughs> You would not have guessed it, but by the miracle healing power of God, he's younger, his nose is better, <laughs> and he, you know, still remembers all the dance moves. Amen. I mean, I, I was laughing. We were up to, oh my gosh, man, four o'clock in the morning just talking about it. I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? She goes, no, he was dead serious. He's like, I'm taking pictures. He's like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to put them up against <laughs> <laughs> but uh it you know it's it's those stories like that and one of the most incredible stories was bringing my girlfriend up and acknowledging her because of letting me do what i can do which is god's work and, and putting on these events and how she doesn't get in the way how she doesn't make me feel guilty how she's like, you do you. You know, I'm leaving for Arizona here on Thursday, you know, to go down to uh, Turning Point, you know, to meet people. She's like all for it. And I wanted people, one, to meet her and introduce the world to her because I talk about her all the time on my podcast. <clears throat> and people are like, who is she? Who is she? And so when she walked in, she actually walked in the side door um and i saw her, and then when she started walking through everybody was like i bet you that's chris's girlfriend and she everybody knew she was my girlfriend and that that right there spoke to me that well, with was the billboard she was wearing i'm michael jackson <laughs> aka baby trump chris eric's girlfriend uh it was a little bit obvious chris and wasn't it blinking too <laughs> <laughs> But um, to bring her on stage and, and to show the world, you know what I mean, who she is, number one. Number two, to acknowledge her because behind every good man is a greater woman. 
And, you know, I couldn't be able to do what I do if it wasn't for her. And then Wano <clears throat> Sabin, you know, listen, Wano <clears throat> Sabin, <clears throat> you never know when he's going to show up. You know, it's like you almost got to put a bell on him or something because he was texting me. He said, oh, ETA 236. I'm looking 236, yeah. And then all of a sudden, <clears throat> I go to introduce Rachel Right Side Blonde. It's her first time speaking, right? Did an incredible interview, incredible interview on me, baby Trump, uh, for the future of George Magazine. By the way, go on georgeonline.com georgeonline.com you'll be able to get a magazine um, yeah and support the magazine folks because oh, it's yeah. uh it's it's filled with truth it's obviously beautiful photography mm -hmm. gene hose in it uh you yeah. know it's a great team and uh i'm gonna have jeans agreed to come on my show and what what's incredible and you'll get it if you go to to uh to baby trump's rumble channel see gene hose speech uh he is such a humble man and what he has been through uh because of working with you know chris and that so or, or sorry with trump yeah <laughs> same thing right <laughs> actually... <laughs> baby trump right same thing it's only a stone's throw away it, from president trump right that's right it's just that yeah but no you're right georgeonline.com and what people don't realize is that magazine jeff sold out in 30 minutes so the second edition with me being featured sold out in 30 minutes and the ceo of um george magazine said we're with you we back you we're going to be at every event they're going to do everything for me they made so much money on people not only getting the magazine physically but online it was an incredible success for George Online Magazine. Thank you guys so much for that and continue on. There's that. a lot of the people watching in the streaming audience were, were going on it as yes. well. You had, a, yes. you had a good viewership on the streaming. Yes. And, uh, you know, and it's an awesome magazine. And, yeah, you know, grab it. I'll, I'll sign it. You come to an event with no problem. But, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm about to introduce Rachel Wrightside. And right in the middle – Wano Sabin appears. So when Wano Sabin appears, all hell breaks loose, right? So he walks in and he's got this poster and I'm like, oh, okay. So usually what I'll do is when he comes up, I'll, I'll either go to the front of the stage to block the camera, which this time I did, and because he can't be seen. And the reason he can't be seen is because there are people out there that want him not alive. Does that make sense? So he's been working for our country for umpteen years, since he was a little boy, pretty much a teenager. So um, he's done unbelievable things that we talked about the other night at dinner um, that you know I'll keep to myself. But knowing what he's done for our country, he cannot... <clears throat> He cannot be seen on camera. So he does that. And he wears disguises as well, yeah, right? Yes, so when you see him yes. in person, that, yeah. that isn't right. He wears, him. Right. He wears prosthetics and stuff like He has to, you know, for his life depends on it, right? And we need him. We need him in this fight. And so does Jennifer Mack. I mean, Jennifer Mack loves him and is engaged to him. And I'm bringing up Jennifer Mack because 
Jennifer Mack, the great woman behind Wild Salmon, like my woman, she designed what's called El Magador. El Magador. And what that is, is that is Trump as the matador ushering the bull, right? And so we talked about this, him and I, the other night at dinner. And I said, how did you come about this and everything like that? It's really, really a special story. Um, and what he said is, you know, when a bull, he goes, you know, when the bull is the most fierce, when you're, when you should be afraid of the bull. And uh, I said, yeah, when it's about to die. But why is that? It's because the head is down and the horns are upright, correct? So when you think about it, when a bull first comes out, what does a bull always do? It puts its head down, right? So when the bull is dying, the head is already down, right? So now it becomes like a, a javelin or a sword, right? That is when they're the most dangerous. And what he was saying was that's about the cabal in the deep state. That's where the state they are now is that their horns are down. But that all they have to do is puncture, you know what I mean, the leg or, or the arm of the matador, and the matador will bleed out. So mm -hmm. um, Jay Mack did this unbelievable design that is now on jackets that we gave out all the VIPs. And of course, they didn't show up Saturday, Jeff. You know when they showed up? Yesterday. So, of course, so what we're going to do is we're going to have everybody come in next week. Locally in Texas, Juan's going to come back. I'm setting up a luncheon, and then we're going to sign the jackets. But that was absolutely beautiful. And for him to give me the um, picture signed by him was uh, pretty special. But that's just who he is. And, you know, um, Derek's, you know, singing and, you guys didn't see that. You didn't see AJ Penna singing. Oh, AJ was incredible as well. And yeah. uh, they're both going to be on the show. I'm going to have, I'm going to basically have everyone on the show, you know, yeah. or, or most anyways. Um, yeah. But you know what? A couple people who were behind the scenes as well. Uh, first of all, I would be uh, amiss if I didn't mention, I didn't realize that, you know, it was a room of about 500 or so, but at least 50 to 75 people have been listening for like over a year and have come up to me in that. So uh, it was so great to meet each and every one of you. I wish I could mention everyone's name. I can't. Uh, but I want to mention just a, a couple people. Uh, one, there was a, uh, a gentleman and his wife, uh, a special forces guy. Uh, they had a DVD. And I hope you're watching this because I didn't accept the DVD but I need to hear from you as we discussed, and I will honor my word uh, with you. So please do send it to writeonjeff at gmail.com. That's Jeff with a J. Um, also, I'll just, you know, the first person I met uh, was, was uh, Craig. The last person on Saturday, I just got back to the hotel and there was a lady, I, I won't give out her name, um, but she uh, just kind of told me a brief outline of her story. And she was in the belly of the beast for about 35 years, Beverly Hills area, and working with these elites. And mm -hmm. uh, 
and some of the sacrifices that have happened around her and with her life. She's out of it. Once her eyes were open, she got out, obviously. Uh, but, you know, just to be able to to pray with her and, you know, just to, uh, it, it was meaningful. That, that's, I just want to say, and, and there was such deep relationships built there. Um, there's people that I'm never going to forget, you know, for sure. And, and, but the scary thing is, I'm going to, I'm going to also say this, you know, everyone in there loved the country and is in the fight and everyone has good intention, but also I think we need to have a lot of grace. Yeah. If you see my speech, it was pretty hard hitting because it, it needed to be said. And it was confirmed that it needed to be said by some of the people that I talked to and some of the body language when I was saying it. The thing is, I've been deceived before. Chris has been deceived before. And there's currently people going through deception. And God allows people to go through these things. So we need to have grace, but we need to stick to what we know is true. And that's the word of God. Look, we're going to hit it right on Intel from time to time. Sometimes we're going to get bad Intel and we're going to report it. And sometimes it's worth reporting, even though we know it's bad Intel because it's making the rounds. So like there's all kinds of things, but the word of God is always going to be true. And every prophecy is going to be true. It has been true and will be true. So, you know, as I mentioned, if you want to know for sure that you're watching scripted reality, read the script, <laughs> you know, find out. And, but there's a lot of people still under deception and people are looking for hope in some of the wrong places, but uh, that's every, everyone has free will choice. And, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I will love, you don't have to agree with me for me to have love in my heart and love you as my neighbor. Right. And I think that's the important thing. And even though there were people who have different theologies or, you know, and other people have other faiths, but we still got together. And what made it special is because, well, first of all, the time of year, I think was, and the crowd, like it'd be just the, the makeup of the event was so unique. It drew a very unique crowd, but there was something really special and everybody Everybody who was there felt it and shared it. Uh, it really is a night I will remember the rest of my life or an entire day weekend, I should say. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's um, every I, Ohio Breakfast called me, and, you know, Kelly Brady, I spoke to yesterday. And, you know, hearing first, I listened to the influencers, that's number one, right? And then as I was listening to the influencers, I was getting flooded with texts and emails and people that were at the event. And it was so crazy that what they were saying is what the influencers were saying. It was identical. And what I'm doing is <clears throat> because I could always, I always believe as an athlete, um, a very competitive athlete that I am, I always believe you can get better. So what I've done is now I've done a Reckoning Fest uh, wrap-up roundtable where I've gotten people that were at the event, um, like we're doing tomorrow, right? We're doing this at uh, 11 a.m. on my podcast where I'm bringing all the influencers on. 
and we're going to talk about the event and what they saw and everything. But what could we have done better, right? Is it going to be live? No, I'm going to tape it. I'm going to tape it, and then I'm going to edit it, and then I'm going to send it out to all the influencers so they can put it up, right? Oh, and, oh and you edit. edit. You pro. <laughs> I don't edit anything. <laughs> I gotta edit. I have it. Listen, I finally got an intro and an outro, and I and I really want to share it. So I think you'll love it. But um, and then I've got people that were at the first reckoning fest and came to the second one, and then I have people that never went to the first one that came to the second one. So you know, with all of that intel and listening to other people. I can, I can get better, you know, for the next event and listen to people because if you think that, and, and I said this about the first event, you know, it, it's not easy to um, be good, but it's a lot harder to stay there, right? So every time you put on an event, you're always going to be judged by the last one you did. Right. Just like when you do podcasts, it's the same exact thing. Right. We might have a hell of a podcast one time and then we're going to be, man, I remember that podcast. Right. But so then people then judge each podcast. So what I've decided to do is really listen to other people and hone them in on this and and really get their their valuable view. Um, And that's why I want to do this with you. And I'm going to do this with a couple other podcasts. Um, you know, I talked to my buddy Nina, <clears throat> who I love dearly, and said, man, I was missing you, brother. We would have had the time of our life. And he said, I heard all about it. I'm not going to miss another one. I'll be at the next one. And so, you know, that's that's what you want. You want people to say, man, I'm sorry I missed that. I should be there. I'm not going to miss another one. And to what you said, Jeff, you know, it's not about the money. It's not about me it's not about you it's about the others it's about the others that we affect whether they're home in their living room or whether they're you know there i can tell you if you weren't there you don't get that experience right it's like almost like um you know if i said to you jeff what does a banana taste like right and you eat it you're like I don't know. I don't know. It tastes like a, a banana, right? Like you, you have the experience or when you go to a rock concert, right? You can watch a rock concert and then guess what? You're like, wow, that's cool. But be there in that rock concert and you totally envelop it and you feel it. Um, and, and that's what I want my events to be about is I want people to feel. I want them to feel in their heart. And look, I cut myself from speaking again. Maybe one day at my event, I'll get to, you know, speak, but... Well, you got a few words in in between, I think. Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. But, you know, to sit there and people are like, Chris, we came, we wanted to hear you speak. We thought you were going to speak again. I'm like, the guy, listen, everybody up there, the guys and, and, and the ladies, they said what needed to be said. There was nothing more that I needed to say I felt. And that's why I did it. And they're like, wait a second, you've had two events. It's your money and you're cutting yourself from speaking. And I said, yeah. And they're like, they just, 
they couldn't wrap their head around because the first event they knew we were overtime and everything. This time we were only 25 minutes over, which was incredible. Um, thinking about what we what I had added to it. Um, but I'll tell you one thing: the hardest decision I had to make, Jeff, and I told you this yesterday, was who was gonna MC the event. And you know, when George Magazine says don't give it up to anybody else other than you. I'm going to go with that. So from now on, I'm going to be hosting the events. Well, and um, you were a great host. Um, and you know, listen, people, people want your Intel. They're already tuning into your podcast. So they're going to hear that anyways. Right. right. Um, but you were able to be the host. Um, and, and it worked out really, really well, Chris, yeah. uh, as I say, Thank it was you. a real special event and, uh, we're going to be doing it again. And uh, I'm going to be hosting some events as well, as I have been wanting to do for the last couple of years. But now the border is loosening up for some people. Hopefully my wife will be able to make it over one of these days. But, yeah, uh, and I, I think so. I'm doing one here in Dallas. I'm doing a pre-Trump party, and that's why I'm going to Arizona. That'll be February 11th, and I'll let you know about that. But the one... That is going to be the big one will be in Maryland and that'll be in March. And that will be, um, I believe they're doing CPAC over in the inner Harbor. So I will be doing a huge gala, uh, there, uh, a lot like what I did here. So, Very good. Um, but I, I love you, Jeff. I love right on radio, uh, your fans, your followers, you guys can get me at flex the truth dot us flex the truth dot us uh rumble under baby trump um and flex the truth on telegram i would love 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 your followers to follow me and you know it, it's so crazy because i was never and i was telling Juan this and and gene and and other people the other night on the phone i was never in the followers i was never into numbers and they said now you need to be because me putting on these events, you know, now I need to have my own mailing list, my own followers. And I literally started that from my last event. And so now I'm, I'm asking everybody to get on my uh, mailing list, if you would. Um, and just that way you'll know when events are going to pop up and, and you'll know everything that I'm doing at flex the truth.us. Yeah. And you know, uh, Chris is real. Uh, I really saw his heart. I trust the man. And uh, so I really do suggest that you follow him. He's one of the good guys, folks. Uh, not every, you know, not, a, I won't recommend everyone in the movement, but I will recommend Chris. That's for sure. And uh, you know, that's coming from a sincere place, not just because I spoke at his event. We actually hit it off as friends over a year ago. And uh, we've kept in touch ever since then. Uh, so, Chris, I want to thank you for last weekend. I thank you for being on the show today. I'll look forward to being on your podcast tomorrow. And uh, in the meantime, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself. Do you know what I say next, Chris? Yes, I do. And, and make a difference in your community. Yep. Change a life, make a difference. Amen.